Alexis meet for the very first time, Justin. Hello, Justin. Yeah. <laughs> nice to meet you. Okay, I'm Lindy. I'm Miguel. Nice Miguel, to nice to meet you. Deep breath. We got yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. We got this. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. No, it's not the Five Guys a Week edition. It is still the Married at First Sight edition. <laughs> I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. It's the one and only Tadereza. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? I liked this episode. I liked this episode, Tadereza. It was okay. Wow. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. It was good. It, it was, was good. party. Yes, that was fun. But sometimes for me, when things are being redundant, like mm-hmm. they do all do the same thing, mm. but not together, it's slowly getting old for me. Okay, I can I can see where you're coming from. The thing with the parties that I don't love is there's not a lot to take in as a podcaster. Yeah, the first half of the party is like, oh, there's the friends. Oh, they're drinking, and then they separate and yeah, they talk to each other's friends. But I just like the themes. I, I like too. It gives you an insight into their personality that we mm-hmm. don't normally get to see. And so I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was I did fun. Too. And I thought there was some drama. Oh yeah. On this episode. So it had oh, the highs, it yeah. had the lows, the ups, the downs, the parties. And and what's the opposite of a party? The poop party. Okay. And I had the poop party. <laughs> sure did. So I liked it. I think I think no, it, it was it all. good. I, Okay, was not good enough. It was good. Don't let me talk you into it. You're no, I'm not saying great. I'm saying good. I upgraded. Okay. okay. All one right. step up. One all step right. up. You're all right. All right. All right. Well, we are here to talk about it. You'll get all of our thoughts very shortly. But before we give you those, let us do a little housekeeping. A couple things we got to ask. We always do it. You guys do it. And so we thank you for it. But still, there's new listeners every week. And so we got to ask. Please follow us on Instagram. It's a yes. good it's a good time over there. We are posting memes. We're posting reels. We're breaking news. Most importantly, and probably the funnest part of Instagram is we talk to you guys. You message us and we have a nice conversation. Absolutely. Teresa loves it. Also, please make sure you're following the podcast. It is so easy to do. It's the easiest thing to do, at least on most platforms. It's pretty easy on Apple. Pretty easy on Spotify. Those are really the only two I know. Either way, all you got to do to follow the podcast is look down, smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as the contestants on a game show party. Hmm. What are you talking about? That was my favorite theme. Hmm. I was actually thinking that if we had friends, that's the party I would want to throw. I didn't understand it. To what be are you talking about? Honest. What are you talking about? Game shows like uh, pr- the Price is Right. Yeah. Where people dress up they and don't, they ca- they don't do that. Well, which which show does There's that? There's one game show to make a deal with yes! Wayne, with Wayne Brady. There's one game show. So so that, it should have been called the Make the Deal Party. But that was my question: Is were they parroting that? Because that makes sense. But to call it contestants on a game show, no game shows do you dress up on at least on that i've seen and then they went to play the newlywed game and you don't dress up on the newlywed game yeah no i just love that but i think that's what i was thinking about why not just call it a costume party then because it's boring this is confusing they blew it my i smashed it like it's as hot as the theme not the party itself the theme is great the theme is a contestant on the 
make the deal, right? They should have been making a deal. They should have played the game a little bit. Okay. That would have been so much fun. Yes. In that case, you can dress up as anything you want. It can be a little wild because the show is wild, right? We, we watched it once. What are you talking about? Well, Connecticut, Thanksgiving or whatever. We got stuck there because of a hurricane. Yeah. We watched it once. No, that's not true. I watched it multiple times with no. you. All right. Well, I, I thought that was probably my least favorite. I was going to ask you what your favorite party that's theme my, was. Which one was your favorite? You're not going to like it. It was the 90s party? No, God, Ew. no. Ew. Oh, Ew. Please, I, I lived through the 90s. I don't need to go back there. <laughs> um, the retroactive, like, futurism party? Oh, that was that was my second favorite. Not that it, it's a theme that makes sense. Or but the that, party was good. But the party was well thought out. It, it looked as if it, as though they hired a party planner. And it was it was well done, especially for someone who's eco-friendly. And you would think, oh, we can't buy this or we can't get that. It was the most well thought out. I think it looked the most fun, I would say. It looked like a bit of a rave. So that's... Yeah, that was fun. That's my vote. This is my second favorite. That's not a theme, but that's the... Uh, what are uh, you talking about? The, the, the only worst theme for a party would be contestants on a 90s game show theme party. What is that? I'm combining the 90s and the ah. contestants. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't like that idea. I just don't get it. I was just going to mention to your mom that we should do this on our next year family (laughs) vacation. We can do a theme party. I'm down to do a theme party. Yes, and this is a great theme party. Again. It's so bad. It's so good because you know what it means? No, I don't. That's why I don't like it. It's a fun way of saying you can dress up as whatever you want. Here's how it would go, though. Hey, guys, we're going to have a party to make it extra fun. We're going to make it a theme party. Oh, cool. What's the theme? Contest- Make a deal. No. Con- no, that would be even more confusing because no one watches that show. <laughs> what are you talking about? Everyone knows the show. Everyone in America with a cable, yeah. with a cable TV, <laughs> who's knows ever, the show. Everyone who's ever gotten sick midweek knows, <laughs> exactly. knows that so show. So everyone knows the show. What are you talking about? If I know the show, people know the show. <laughs> All right. I didn't grow up in America. You guys, call in and press one if you know the show. Press two and tell us what your favorite theme I party was. I think it's a great idea and I'm going to text it to your mom after we're done podcasting. Okay, prepare for a long explanation that you're going to have to give her. I'm just, no, I'm just going to be like... The only afternoon TV she watches is The Young and the Restless. So if you want to do a soap <laughs> opera theme party, by all means. No, I'm going to be like, Sals, tune in tomorrow at, I don't know, 10 a.m. Eleven a.m. Watch that show. That's what we're gonna do next year at our family vacation. All right. Anyways, so you're smashing like it's hot. You're following the Instagram. Also, get on over. Get to that Patreon. Patreon.com/slash/MarriedToReality. It's it's getting time to where we need to vote on our next show. I think that poll's gonna go up. We talked about it going up on. Well, if you're listening to this on Friday, we talked about it going up. Today, that might be a little premature. We need to put our heads together and do some real things. Yeah, we should because we have not discussed this. But it's going to be going <laughs> up very soon because Sister Wife's or Seeking Sister Wife, excuse mm-hmm. me, is coming to an end. We got to replace that show. I know, it's sad. That that's a theme. Now, that's a theme party. What? Seeking Sister Wife. That is a theme party. Just what is that with, party that just you. Just me with a couple ladies on my arms. Yeah, that's, a, that's the dumbest party All ever. Right. All right. Uh, yeah. Who would be the other lady? The only one I would my approve mom and is my your sister. mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what about your dad? 
and our brother-in-law. Well, that's a whole other show. They could they could play the realtor. Oh, and let's not overthink it. Someone else. But we're going to be voting on a show to cover to replace Seeking Sister Wife. We have some ideas. We're going to put it up to a vote. All levels can vote on the Patreon from Friends with Benefits all the way to Family Affair. Then that show will just be for our Cousins Club and Family Affair level once we decide on it. So if you're you're Friends with Benefit and you vote on it and then you see, oh, the show I wanted won, you can upgrade. You can get the coverage. We think it's going to be fun. We got some exciting shows yes! in the running. So get on that Patreon, patreon.com slash married to reality. And one last thing, if you haven't left a review, if you could do that, leave us a review. Tell us what your theme party would be. Yeah. We want to know. Give us some ideas because Teresa, I don't know if you heard, she's planning a, a party for our family vacation. And she's make thinking, the deal. And she's thinking, let's make a deal. I think that's. <laughs> oh, uh, let's make a deal. I don't think we have a deal. I think we Is need it a- the one with Bob Barker? No, it's Wayne Brady. I told you. I would, oh. do, a, I would do a Price is Right theme party. No <laughs> question. What were, how are we going to dress up? A lot of long, skinny microphones. <laughs> <laughs> you could go as a Price is Right girl. I could go. It's now Drew Carey. But I would do that. <laughs> those those, yes. those name we, tags that are shaped oh, yeah. like Christ tags. Oh, now that's, that's a party. That's a party. So, All right. We'll discuss, guys. We'll discuss. Leave a review, though. Let us know. What's a good theme party that we could do? I think now we're leaning oh, prices is right. Is, okay, okay. This one. It's going to be, you're going to love it. Oh I'm boy. sure you pretty much are going to guess it before I I even say it. Three, two, one. 90 Day Fiance. No. Okay. Okay, one more guess. You know, I thought you know me well. What is it? Oh, Jurassic Park. Yes, I was just going to sing right. the theme song for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That is the housekeeping. That was fun. I like doing the housekeeping because it's sometimes it's just a fun little conversation with you. Yeah, totally. Especially if I smash you like it's as hard as something you don't find hard. You always debate. strike a discussion between debate. us. Just not, Hopefully just you guys are not just fast forwarding through this because you might like it. You might, you like, might it. like our conversations about our theme party for the next <laughs> August. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's get to the meat and potatoes here, though. Let's talk about this episode, season 15. Wow, season 15. Episode 8. Wow, episode Does 8. Does season 15 mean it's been running for 15 years? No, because they do multiple seasons in a year. Okay. But it's probably been running for... We watched season 1 in New York. Yeah, but I think we watched it late, didn't Ooh. we? I'm going to say it's been running for 7 or 8 years. Well, at least eight. No, not at least eight. Seven. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. All right. Did you see? This is my first. This is my first note. Did you see the on-screen logo at the beginning of the episode? It was up on the screen in the corner for a couple minutes or so. It was the sponsor of the episode. No. It was like this episode brought to you by Sensodyne toothpaste. Really? And I was like, is that because of sensitive Justin? <laughs> I mean, that's our favorite toothpaste. Sure so. is, because I am equally as sensitive in the oral region. <laughs> TMI. When John, you put it like that. John, TMI. All right. Anyways, that was, I just noticed that. I was like, that's hilarious. I did not. That's that's hilarious. Yes. All right. But Justin, let's not talk about Justin just yet. Ooh. Let's talk about Lindy and Miguel. Let's start with a heavy hitter this episode. And did you did you realize that they're really taking advantage of that apartment complex because everything is happening inside of the apartment complex. I mean, I'm sure that's just 
very production friendly to say we have this apartment. It's got multiple areas we can yeah. shoot at. We can shoot at this ping pong table. Or, hey, you guys want to go to the seventh floor with me? Yeah. And I don't think they, they always do it. Like many times when they meet friends, they go out. Most right. of the time they go out. Right. These guys like ping pong with Steve outside. <laughs> ping pong. How tall was Steve? I that guy know. looked huge. I mean, I think Miguel is short. Because, yeah, they would go back and forth from one end of the ping pong table to the other. And you could physically feel the camera have to tilt down to get to <laughs> Miguel. And I was like, all right, this is not a fair match. <laughs> but, yes, he's Miguel and Steve. They're talking. And things are good. Yeah. Miguel thinks things are good. He's super into Lindy, mm-hmm. which is positive. And Steve is asking if... Uh, Lindy would fit well with their group of friends. And I like Steve until this conversation. N- well, Miguel's going to say yes, but Lindy's going to prove him wrong later well, on. Steve asked the question and follows it up very quickly with, you get to make out with her. None of us none of us will get to do that. So it's will a we, joke. Will we st- can you oh, joke? That's, dis- that's a disgusting joke. If one of my friends said that to me, I'd be like, what is my wife? Why are you, th- why are you even thinking about making that's out with very my- true. Why are you thinking about making out with my wife? <laughs> Maybe if it was like a girl I met at the bar and I said, hey, Lindy, Lindy's going to come well, to the bar tonight with us. He'd be like, oh, is she cool? Like, we don't get to make out with her the way you did last well, weekend. Well, to Steve's point, Lindy is younger than all of them, right? And they mm-hmm. saw her at the wedding, and she's she's a fangirl. She's like, oh, my gosh, oh, my God, oh, my God. Right? <laughs> so I think Steve picked up on that, and he's asking, is she a good fit? And then followed up with a joke, because I don't think Steve thinks that she will get along with them. Yeah. But, hey, that's a, that's a group of friends. Would be a benefit if she get along, but if as long as she gets along with Miguel, right? And sees the friends here and there because Miguel's not going to be hanging out with the friends all the time. You have a wife now. Yeah. She is your friend. She should be, but you should also still be able to see your friends. Oh, no, 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 totally. But you're not going to be, when you're single, when I was single, I was hanging out with my friends and coworkers all the time. Of course you had no one else. Besides the time that I just wanted to be strictly alone, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But then I met you and then slowly, you know, I was still hanging out with my friends but slowly I started hanging out with you more because I enjoyed it more. Sure. But how good is it when everyone gets along? Well, absolutely. Yeah. But I'm saying if they don't, but Miguel likes Lindy. Yeah. That's not the reason why Miguel should be like, oh. I think it's like- I think it's a little different in this circumstance because normally in relationships, you ease into it. So when we started, yeah. when we started dating, we saw each other once a week. And then you saw your friends the other days and then we saw each other twice a week and then you saw your friends. So like you slowly, not yeah. to say you pulled away from your friends, but you slowly moved from hanging out with them all the time to hanging out with me all the time. This is just immediately you got a wife. Yeah. And so it might go from 60 to zero. And I guess Steve is going to miss his buddy Miguel if that's the case. So he wants to be able to group hang. Yes. No, I get that. And Miguel thinks, yeah, I think uh, she'll she'll fit in. She's kind and she's agreeable and she's open-minded and adventurous. And? I mean, and? She's like an oasis. Uh, this was the second grossest thing right after Steve Why? talking about making making out with Miguel's wife. Because oasis is wet? 
No, just because, I don't know, stop. I know he's the starry-eyed scribe or whatever he <laughs> calls himself. Oh, she's an oasis in a desert. It's like, stop it. Oh, I forgot that he's the poet. Yeah. You didn't even know it. I forgot about it, yeah. <laughs> I Honestly, when someone says, if you told me I'm your oasis in a desert, I'll be like, what have you been reading? I'd be like, but, speak English. But honestly, just, it would it wouldn't bother me. It wouldn't bother me. It's so inauthentic to me. And I get some people are like that, but it just seems like you're trying to put something on. You're trying to make it seem like it's better than it is. Just use use your everyday words and tell me how you really feel. So tell me how you really feel, Jonathan. I would be like, oh, she makes me laugh so much. I love being around her every minute I can be. I wouldn't be like, oh, she's the glass of water to my parched mouth. <laughs> you know she's the she's the cough drop to my sore throat like just sh- <laughs> shut up i don't know why i'm doing i'm like really oral we fixated today um but you know yeah uh, stop it speak english you were like a cracker to my cheese oh that's pretty good it's, but it's lame you know it is lame yeah so that's why i don't but whatever to each their own Absolutely. All right. Let's talk about Teresa's favorite theme party ever. (laughs) Contestants on a game show. I feel like after our wedding reception, this was your favorite party you've ever seen. (laughs) Um, No, my favorite party was the one we went to in New York where we dressed up as Jurassic Park. See, we've already done that. We don't need to do it again. What? Dress up as Jurassic Park characters. I loved it. There were more people. The best part about that was not the party. It was us dressed as Jurassic Park <laughs> characters with a, I'm not going to say life-size inflatable dinosaur because that would be insane, but human-sized inflatable <laughs> dinosaur and us on a crowded New York subway yeah, going it, to the party with that. This was like oh, yeah. four days before Halloween. Yeah, it was like a week, was like a week <laughs> no, before was, Halloween. No, I was dressed up. Yeah. Eh, but we still didn't stand out in New York. It was, it was so much fun. People loved the dinosaur. Sure did. That was the party where someone brought a live snake. Yes, that was oh. it. Yeah, you were dressed as Dr. Grant. Sure was. And I was dressed as a doctor. I just literally lost her name. Ah. Not Sally, is it? No. Oh, my gosh. I, like, know that movie word by word. Uh, Dr. Sattler. Sattler. I knew mm-hmm. it was a Sattler. All right. Contestants. On a game show theme, their friends, Lindy and Miguel's friends, were like the one group of friends who took the theme seriously. Yeah, she was like a grape. Yeah, it was like, I'm going to take it seriously. <laughs> I love when people are in costume having serious discussions or in a fight. I, I say it all the time, <laughs> but go to a Halloween party, go to a costume party, and then just find the couple who is fighting. And it's hilarious when you find a ketchup <laughs> and mustard just fighting. <laughs> well, okay, let's talk about this because... Miguel was a pimp. Is that what he was? He was P-I-M-P. Oh. I don't know what you heard about me. <laughs> That's one of my favorite 50 songs. I was listening to 50 the other day and I was like. I did too. I was like, Get Rich or Die Trying is one of the best albums. I did too. Why were the- you listening to him? I had to find a song for something. Oh, but- he was on my 2000s playlist. I would have a 2000s party and play that. <laughs> so good. Yeah. And Linda was a pizza. That was okay. a little. Not as sharp. P-I- <laughs> I don't know what you heard about me. <laughs> but yeah, the friend, the lady friend was a grape, which I loved. 
I thought it was and a I forgot Fruit what of the Ewoks. Loom. I thought they were doing Fruit of the Loom or something. Oh, okay. That's funny. I don't know. I okay. don't know. But yeah, they took it seriously. They went all in and I liked it. So they're dressed up as contestants, I guess. And they play the newlywed game. I didn't take much notes about the questions no, or answers. Neither. But the friends were impressed with how well yeah, that Lindy McGill. Yeah, because they chat a lot. Like that, yes. They're one of the couples that sometimes I find it a little annoying that they go so deep on all these topics. But you're right. They communicate. They're good communicators. And I'm sure production prompts them at least a little bit. But yeah, they, they you talk to someone, you learn about someone. Yeah, and they, sure. they have. They have. So then speaking of talking and learning, Miguel goes and talks to Lindy's friends. Yes. And Lindy goes and talks to Miguel's yeah. friends. But Miguel, nothing really happens. He calls Lindsay, Lindy, damn it, Lindy, oh, yeah. marvelous. <laughs> I had a teacher in middle school. She was like. Marvelous? Not Miss Maisel. But <laughs> she was probably an 85-year-old English teacher. Her name was Miss Potter. And her favorite like word, Potter? yeah, her favorite word was marvelous. <laughs> but the way she would say it, she'd go, marvelous. <laughs> but that's the only word she said like that. So it was so strange. <laughs> so I can't hear that word now without thinking about Mrs. Potter. I love using old school words that no one else uses. That's why we say swell. Yes. No one says swell. I know some people that say swell. Really? I won't tell you who. I I'll love tell you swell. There. Marvelous. Yes. I, I love big fancy words that used to be cool, but not anymore. I love bringing them back. Like I say the bomb. Sure. The bomb. You'd fit right in at a 90s party. <laughs> <laughs> so they're talking. Miguel brings up, if you want to talk about words I don't like or terms I don't like. I liked that they rebranded Decision Day into Val Renewal Day. Mm -hmm. I don't like that we're calling these the Deep Darkies. Yeah. Let's grow up a little bit, folks. Well, I think Miguel's kind of getting onto... Lindy's level. Lindy's level. I I just question if I should say that because it's not like she's less than him, but she is more Matru immature. Her maturity level. Yeah, 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 her maturity level is a little bit... I think... I mean, you can, we get goofy, we get fun, but if you're going to have serious conversations, but can't confront them without calling them the deep darkies, well, we got some things to address here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I do agree. All right. So that was kind of it. Nothing happened. Miguel is happy with Lindy. Yeah. Well, we cannot say the same thing about Lindy because oh, she's talking to the grape and the guy, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot their names. Steve, it's Steve and the grape. Sally and... Steve. Okay. Okay. And basically, she just loses her shit in a way that she just goes like straight into this upset mode. Well, she complimented Miguel first by saying he's so witty and smart. Oh, you're right. You're right. And the grape is like, <laughs> do you really think he's that grape? No. Do you really think he's that funny? You're always laughing at him. And Lindy's like, I, I do. Yeah, he's, he's hilarious. And Sally's like, okay, I'm glad because I definitely don't think he's as funny as you do. And that grape was giving it. <laughs> yeah. Sour grapes over here. That oh, grape yeah. was giving oh, it yeah. to Miguel. They are very honest. But then, yes, it turns to the serious conversation. And I love that we're having this life-changing, I'll say life-changing conversation with a grape. <laughs> <laughs> Right? Yes. So Lindy brings up how they're talking about last names and her taking 
Miguel's last name, Santiago. You know what? This conversation, if she, and I, I think she must have been a little drunk. And this conversation would have been okay to have with the friends. If, if she, she wasn't her dressed tone. as a grape. Well, <laughs> no, that was even better. But if she changed her tone and was just saying, hey, we talk about the names and the insurance and we have different opinions about this and the suggestion, guys. Like, yeah. in, if she talked about it in a positive way, saying this is something we disagree on, but but the way she got into that was very upset and very childish. Like she literally sounded like a spoiled child because let's talk about it. She's talking about the last name, Santiago, saying, well, that's my identity. Like, I don't want to give it up, but I, I understand, but I don't. I feel like I understand it at this point of their relationship because yes. they just got married, right? Yes. So, but then moving forward, I'm honored to, to that I took your last name. And this I is a too. very common thing to do in Czech. I feel like my parents would actually judge me if I didn't. Okay. As much as I miss my last name in a way because... There are no guys with my last name anymore. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. me and my cousin who also is married now. And she also took her husband's last name. Yep. So that's a sad part. But I'm honored to that the, to the fact that I took your last name. So she should look at it this way too. If she looks at it as she's going to lose herself, I don't think that's the right attitude. But then she follows it with, yeah, like he wants me to take his last name, but... He doesn't even want to put me on his insurance. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? I mean, I have so many thoughts. First of all, I love that you took my last name. Right? I like the idea of us being a team. Absolutely. And that's our team name, right? We're no, a no, unit. I, and this I is, totally agree. This is our team. This is our family name. I don't fault someone who doesn't want no. to because it is a little strange to think, oh, I've had this name for 30 years. And now I give it up. So I don't fault someone for that, but I would just be curious to know their reasons. Like, are you really that attached to your name or is it something deeper? I don't either. I honestly, for me, if I wanted to take your last name, but if I was like hard, hardcore on, ah, like we're going to lose the family name, right? Yeah. Then I would probably... Maybe keep it. No, I don't think I would. My last name was too long. I was thinking of hyphenating it. You could hyphenate. But then my last name would become ridiculously long. Out of control long. My mom moved her maiden name to her middle name. Yeah, and I I feel like I should have done that. Okay. Um, But there's a lot of options. To each their own. Like, legitimately. There's not one right answer here. It's whatever you as a couple decide to do. Yeah. In Lindsay's, Lindsay's, Lindy's case, <laughs> I feel like I say it wrong every other time. Oh, me but too. In Lindy's case, I completely understand why she wouldn't take his last name because a week ago he's saying, I don't know what's going to happen after eight weeks. Why yeah. would you take someone's last name if he's said to you, I don't know where we're going to be in eight weeks? Yes, but this conversation should happen like this. They can talk about it and she can say, let's see after decision day, then we can revisit. But same thing for the insurance. Like I, if I was Miguel, I would not put her on my insurance before I know that I want to stay married to this person. So here's the thing. That's a big thing too. Here's the thing. Because they're going to bump it up for you. Yes. So Lindy wants to be on Miguel's insurance. Miguel is like, well, maybe if you take the last name, I'll show some 
commitment and, and seriousness. I don't like that. I don't like that. Well, you do this. I'll do that. Like just if you want to do something for someone, do it. Yeah. Don't be tit for tat. But you can put her on the insurance and then you can change your insurance if there's a life changing event. Right. So if you got divorced, she would get off the insurance. So for a couple of months or however long you're married, she could be on the insurance. True, but not the way she asked for it. Like, I just don't like this whole drama around it. She's like, ah, like he wants me to take his last name, but doesn't even want to put me on my on his insurance. Like, I don't like that. I also want to know why doesn't she have insurance? Because well, she has a pretty good job. Is she not working enough hours to be full time to exactly. then get insurance, or does she not have enough money to pay for the insurance? No, no, all no. those she things are working enough hours because that's what she said. She has this very flexible schedule, right? And I think at least the companies I've worked for, you have to be a full-time employee to get insurance, to get on their insurance plan. And so that's where I would go, you know what? If you really want insurance that bad, maybe you should work the amount of hours needed to get it at least until we are in this thing, we passed vow renewal day and then we can have a discussion. But yeah, you're putting Miguel in an awkward situation. Forget Forget that. First of all, she says she has a de- she has a lot of student debt. As right. many people in America, I get it. Schools are expensive. Why don't you work it off? I honestly that bothers me so freaking much yeah. that like you got a fancy degree, you have a job, right? Why don't you work more to work it off and then enjoy your life working here and there, not having an insurance, and yeah. you're basically th- almost thirties. I don't, I honestly, that gives me so much anxiety because it's, I find it irresponsible. It, yeah. If she's working less than 40 hours, a, if she's choosing to work 25 hours a week, then I would go, yeah, why don't you work a little more? If she was working 40 hours a week, I wouldn't say you should get another That's job. That's a full-time job. But though. I wouldn't say after 40 hours, you should go get a second job. No, no, no. But I'm saying. But yeah, why not work? Work your full-time job, work your 40 Especially hours. Especially you're married now. What do you want to do while your yeah. husband's working his 40 hours or more? You want to just sit home or you want to go do things by yourself? Yeah, get in get in there, bang it out, and you'll be yeah. free of it in a couple of years or however long. And I'm sure she would be making decent money so she could so. slowly be paying off her student debt. I just, I just find it irresponsible. And listen, I'm all for vacations. I'm all for traveling, right? But if I own a certain amount of money to someone like the government— yeah. I would freaking make sure I pay that shit off. So moving forward, I could buy a house or I could buy whatever I need because if you have a debt, well, there she, will always be. I know student debt not, is all different. Well, she hasn't defaulted on her debt. She's got the time to pay it off. Well, true. But but yes, why wouldn't you want to pay it off as quickly as you can? Yeah. And do all, it? Like, all young people, we work 40 hours a week, I guess, more or less. Some people who work less, some people work more, right? If she had known that, nothing was happening, yes, I get it. Like, sure, enjoy your life if you can, right? But I just don't like this thing when she says, oh, I don't want to work full time. I like hanging out and doing nothing. don't judge me when I'm just sitting on the couch. It's like. But I have a lot of debt. And I need insurance. Yes. I I have a solution for both those problems, Lindy. That's what bothers me. Like, honestly, if she had her insurance, she was like Stasha all all set and be like, you know what? I'm going to slow down work a couple of, just a couple of days a week. I'll be like, you know what? Why not? If you can yeah, do it, if I could, I would do it. And again, I always reiterate the point that it's not forever. I get that she wants free time. She'll get that. As soon as she pays off her student debt, she can go back to work. You have your weekend. 
weekends. Yeah. Like, I honestly, that's why people have weekends. And vacation time. Yeah, like function like a normal adult. Like I, I'm, I'm that serious. Like people bust their asses every single day. I think we, most of us do, or at least I like to think that. Yeah. I just find it a little silly, especially because she doesn't have what she needs. Like something as important as insurance. Yeah. Well, we can have our thoughts. We can have our opinions. We sure oh, do. Yeah. That's why we're here. We don't have the final say. Cut to them in bed after the party. And this conversation comes up, the last name of the insurance conversation. And Miguel says, Lindy, what do you need in order for you to feel comfortable taking my last name? And Lindy's response is not not crazy, but it does seem quick. Because she says, I need a joint bank account. I need a plan of where we're moving in eight weeks. I need those milestones those tangible steps before I change my identity. I think that's fair to ask for. I think a joint bank account after a week with someone might be a little premature. Yeah. Again, I would, all these are legit things. Like that's what a lot of married people do. However, try to work on the relationship and see how you feel after freaking eight weeks. Because why would you open a bank account with someone and in six weeks you'll be like, nah. Right. I think it's all too premature. I don't think it is, yeah. I don't think she should be taking his last name before vow renewal day. Yeah, and I don't That's think pointless. I don't think she should be getting on his insurance before right. the vow renewal day. Fine. So can't we just wait two months? That's L- my Lindy, point. Lindy, pay for insurance. It'll be a few hundred bucks a month. Pay for that for yourself. You be covered. And wait. A couple months and then get the name, get the bank account, do it all then. She's being so dramatic. That's why I think she's drunk. But she, well, a little drunk. But she's like, (laughs) you can't even extend your hand to help me see fucking physician. So how the fuck do you expect me to take your last name with all the drama she got? Yeah. 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 I was was, like, no. It was a little intense. But she, she got what she wanted right yeah because miguel was like you know what i'll put you on my insurance mm-hmm. you happy mm-hmm. i think she is yep i think she is all right let's move on let's talk about another heavy hitter of a couple all right let's talk about Kristen and mitch my favorite party players. my favorite couple i think okay so Kristen's meeting up with her friend joanna for drinks and filling her in on how things are going and how life with Mitch is a little different because they're not really on the same page when it comes to cleanliness or saving the planet. Mitch, for example, has a water tower <laughs> at home. Now call in because I Googled home water tower and I still don't know what that is. I think he made it. Can explain it. It looked like a silo. Like a giant no. silo on his counter. I think he has a bunch of reusable filters that you can recycle. But, okay, get a Brita or they make those like big coolers that offices have. You can get those for your yeah. house. I don't understand what is this. And I'm not, I'm not shitting on it because I don't know what it is. I'm just saying what is it that is different? Call in, let me know. Yeah, who knows? Besides being an eyesore, what is it? Yeah. So, yeah, she's kind of describing his apartment and Joanna's like, is he a hoarder? Maybe. He's, he, he, might he looks like close. one because I saw that room. Yeah. That well, extra room. 
Yeah, it's interesting because I would say hoarding goes hand in hand. Not necessarily. The messiness? No, but not wanting to waste. So you're not going to throw True. things away. You're not going to get rid of things. So he just he wants to keep it all because, oh, I, I can't throw that out. That's a waste. So I get that, but you could be a organized hoarder. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? And then Kristen brings up the house party. And she had some ideas. She had a theme she wanted. She had a the- theme I would go to. A French theme. French wine party with wine and cheese. Sign me up. A little wine and charcuterie. Ooh, I love charcuterie. And Mitch. What a hoe. Mitch is like, yeah, let's not do any of that. I don't like the wine. I don't like the charcuterie. Let's not, let's not do any of that. Well, Mitch had some ideas. Okay. His ideas for a party was alien invasion. Mm, fun. Zombie apocalypse. Now we're talking. Fun. <laughs> yeah. What else did he say? Communist resume. <laughs> and let's all dress up how we think the world is going to end. I kind of like that. What an optimist. I kind of like that. Because it's also an open party. He would he would dress up as Oscar the Grouch. What's that? The Sesame Street character. He's in the trash can. Oh. I think Mitch thinks the world world will end because of pollution. Oh. But none of those flew. None of those <laughs> landed. Okay. I don't know why. I mean, communist I would still go resumes. for a French wine party. Sounds amazing. But they finally agreed. They came, they came to an agreement on a theme party. I think we've all been to one of these before. A retrofuturism party. <laughs> I think we did that in my fifth grade class, uh, retrofuturism. So they're going to role play, I think. I kind of lost the, the idea here, but they're going to role play about life in the 50s or 60s? No, they say, he said, Live in the 50s and 60s, like, no, how would you think the future is going to look like when you are in, your, in the 50s? Come again? Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> that's what they said. I'm pretty sure that's what they said. Saying like, dress up as someone from the future if you live in the 50s. So make that make sense. So let's say I live in the 50s, right? Yeah. And I, oh. think, and I think, oh, in the future, people are going to dress up as, they're going to look like I with blue it. hair and crazy, shiny outfits. Why do we have to go to the 50s to look forward, I think? Why can't we just say dress up as a future party now? We would still all do the same things. That's true. We would still all dress up like Star Trek, but it wouldn't like s- Mitch did. Well, Star Trek is old. It wouldn't... But it it's wouldn't still be future as cool. Forward. Yeah, but now it's in the in the past. No, it would be just as cool. It just wouldn't be as confusing. A lot of these parties were confusing to me. Well, well, I think on one hand, I actually like when a party name is a little confusing because it's fun what people show up as. Or they just don't show up dressed like a lot of these guests. I feel like if I was throwing a costume party and someone showed up without a costume, I would not let them in. Wedding dress codes? Are confusing enough. Forget about confusing theme parties. What are you talking about? I can't tell you. You guys know I was the best man at a wedding a month ago. And the dress code was semi-formal, right? Or formal. It was formal. It was was formal. And I can't tell you how many people asked me, so what does that mean? What is formal? Ours was formal too. Ours was semi-formal, I think. No, ours was formal. Either way, I don't know. You Google it, you find out, you get different answers. 
it's confusing when someone's uh, unless it's black tie, it's confusing. No, what what was, flies? Ours was formal. People ask me about a color theme, and I told everyone wear dark dark colors because it was a deep fall wedding. Mm-hmm. But that was it. No one showed up wearing anything. We didn't like minus the oh Boston Red Sox jacket all right, guy. All right, all right let's not. <laughs> but speaking about weddings and engagements and all that, Joanna takes a hard left from the retro futurism to just retro to to Kristen's past mm-hmm. and asks if Mitch knows about her history with her past engagement. And I kind of forgot about this. I did too, but honestly, I don't think it's. It's bad for her. It doesn't look bad on her because she didn't do anything. Here's what's bad. What's bad? You you complete your thought. Well, it's the fact that she found out that after six years, dude cheated on her and his mistress told her. So, and I kind of liked it instead of, it must have been like shocking. Like you plan a wedding, you pay for everything. And then you hear this. So I like the idea that she was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go, but I'll have fun instead with my friends. But she says this story, this part of her life has always ruined past relationships. Yes, and I don't get it. I get it. Really? Yes, because she refers to this relationship as an ex-boyfriend. She goes, oh, my ex-boyfriend. When she talks to Mitch, she says, my ex-boyfriend. So it's ex-fiance. It's ex-fiance. That's huge. That. That's, I'm going to say that's a lie to call him an ex-boyfriend. You're going to hide the fact that you were engaged. I get that. It may have been a false engagement because he was cheating on you. Yeah, I think she's just dismissing that. But imagine if you're learning someone was engaged. So now the reason it's ruining relationships is it's not because, oh, she was cheated on. Oh, that's embarrassing. Oh, she went on a, on a vacation with her friends instead of the wedding. They're breaking up with you. It's ruining relationships because you lied. You lied to your current partner. Really? I didn't even go there. Of course. If I had found, if you'd been calling your ex-boyfriend, your ex-boyfriend for our entire relationship, then I found out you guys were actually engaged. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, I see what you're saying because she mentioned that she had an ex-boyfriend. Okay. Right. Call the fiance and then I don't think anyone would have any issue with what happened. I would feel like I was being deceived. That's why the boyfriends, the current boyfriends go, whoa. Yeah, but if you 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 don't feel like sharing this. And then you but say, then you eventually share it. Say, but then you eventually you share. But she eventually shared, and then all that time up until the share, it felt like a lie. Whoa! I thought it was your ex boyfriend. Now you're telling me you were engaged. Sorry, I can't be with someone who's going to lie about something that serious. But again, I, I'm sure it was a traumatizing moment in her life, and so maybe she does not want to talk about it at all. And that's why I don't fault her. For the way she goes about it, I'm just saying that's why the relationship is ending because. These guys are realizing, oh, you lied to me. It's not ending because, oh, they're embarrassed or you or the cheating or whatever. They're ending it because they feel lied to. That's that's what I think. Okay. I mean, very I, I can see that. Let's talk about something way more fun. Let's talk about a retro futurism party, Teresa. Yeah. Okay, they're prepping for it. Mixing cocktails with food coloring. Is that what they did? I think so. Yeah. I think no, they were doing different mimosas. Right? They were making different mimosas. They were doing something. Yeah. But while they're doing this, she brings up the past. Yes. And she fills Mitch in 
about being cheated on and calling the wedding off and going on vacation. And Mitch's response is, that's kind of weird. <laughs> and she was like, no, it's not. I think his response was because during her spilling everything, she said, I had to write this email. I mean, my mom wrote this email and we had to tell the guests the wedding was off, but the vacation was on. And that's when he goes, that's kind of weird. I think he was referring to, ooh, having to write that email would be kind of weird, kind of awkward to have to write that email and tell your guests, hey, wedding's off. But if you still want to go to Cabo or wherever it was. It was in Key West. If you still want to go to Key West, let's go. I think that's what he meant by that's kind of, mm. ooh, that's weird. Because that is yeah. weird. Imagine having to email your guests a week before the wedding going, change your plans. Still mm. pack your swimsuit, but leave the wedding gift at home. Yeah, that is kind of weird. That's kind of weird. Good for her. Very empowering. Yes. And Mitch grabbed Kristen's hand and said, I'm sorry that happened to you, but it doesn't phase me. You didn't do anything wrong. It doesn't change how I feel. And Mitch says, I'll never do anything like that to you. Okay, Mitch, you went from not liking her to like. <gasps> yeah. Oh, he's still going to have a couple of strikes this episode. And the, and the Communist Party is just one of them. <laughs> All right. So they're driving. And I think <laughs> I think Kristen is slowly getting annoyed with this whole environmental thing. Yes. And again, I'm all for saving the planet. I'm all for recycling. I'm all for cutting the beers. The, what do you call it? The beer circles? No. Yeah. The, the plastic ring. Yes. Yeah. To save the seals. Sure. I'm all for it. Sure. I do it. I make John do it. Sure. Right? We recycle. But come on. I mean, I get it. Saving the planet. I, I'm also for it, but not like Mitch. But metal ramekins instead of plastic shot how glasses? Do you, We've gone too far. How do you, like, Jello show, the whole point of it is that you, are, you kind of like get it out yeah, of it, you right? You still do it, but yes, well, yeah. you have to spend 20 times the money on these metal And you had to go to Raphael's party <laughs> I mean, store. Shut up. I mean, that place. Because it's a reusable party store. Well, it's a rental, so you get it, yeah. you return it, as opposed to buying it on Amazon or Party City and throwing it out afterwards, you rent it. No shame there because I'm sure those costumes are way better. They were the best dressed party oh, yeah. on the show, on the episode. So, yeah, they go they go to the party store. Kristen's like, I, I think our guests will definitely know where you stand on trash. And I think they'll definitely know everything at this party is reusable. Don't have no fear. They will know. So party time. The guests arrive. Party fail. They show up with plastic coffee cups. Oh, really? I Someone just came that. off a hot Dunkin' run, walked Ooh. in with the with the plastic cup. With the foam cup? No, plastic. Dunkin' has plastic cups? When you get an iced coffee? Oh, ice. Okay. Come on. And Mitch was not happy. But they do jello shots, and then I think they did some drugs off camera because <laughs> then there was a weird rave. I it, loved it. it. I'm like, um, <laughs> it looks fun. It did. It looks fun. And then we break to talk. And this, this was a break where they talked to their own friends, right? Yes, I didn't get that. Kristen's like, hey guys, you want to go check out the seventh floor? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, maybe she couldn't handle Mitch's friends. I don't know why she didn't I don't know. talk to them. But she goes to talk to her friends saying things are incredible. However, the extreme environmentalism, <laughs> it's a little more than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Mitch is talking to his friends and 
Mitch says that he knows she's trying this whole environmentalism <sighs> to make it work. They're all like, she knows we're like radically anti-plastic, right? <laughs> so I guess it was her friends who showed up in a plastic cup. Yes, of course. Okay, okay. And Mitch's biggest problem is that Luna snores. And that's, and cancel Mitch, okay? I I don't cancel people, but cancel Mitch. <laughs> we're going to get, we're going to, really? He calls Luna a useless creature. Oh, he did? You probably blacked out because you were so appalled. Mitch is telling his friends, yeah, um, things are great. She doesn't snore, but the dog snores. Such a small dog. Such big snores. <laughs> and he goes, it's it's this useless creature that breathes loudly. Oh, ew. Ha- hashtag cancel Mitch. Ew. Okay. I, right. I, I laughed a lot when he's like holding, he's like holding Luna, kind of petting her. Luna's yeah. like. It's a swell dog. It's a, such a swell, it's a swell dog. dog. That dog can't help that it breathes like that. No, Give they the dog have, a break. Pugs have a lot of breathing issues. I know. It's not a their lot. fault. No, it's just the way they are. Useless creature. You're a useless creature, Mitch. He is a useless Jeez. creature. That's why I'm saying strike one, strike two right there. Kristen should like recycle Mitch. Hey, <laughs> just put him in the trash. <laughs> but that's, that's it. That's their party, my yeah. favorite party. And all around a good time. But I think I'm going to check in with you. Should we take a break? Let's do it. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, things are going to get intense. Mm. We'll talk more about dogs in a second. We'll be back in a second. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Teresa. How is it going? It's going pretty well. It's going pretty well. I'm ready to talk about our next couple. Alexis and Justin. So first, Alexis, she's talking to her sister. She's Skyping her sister, mm-hmm. Amber. FaceTiming. On the laptop? Mm-hmm. FaceTiming. <laughs> FaceTiming Amber. And filling her in on the dog attack. Mm-hmm. Of course, this is a big this is a big part of the relationship right now. It's a big stress. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's it's coming up, and Alexis brings up how Justin knew that his dog was in the wrong. Mm-hmm. So that's good. He sent her to training camp. Okay, but if Maya is still aggressive, she's going to be sent to live with a friend. Thoughts, concerns? Well, I think you can work with a dog. Okay. I, <laughs> well, I don't want to, I don't think I would ever give up a dog. I would try to work with a dog. But mm-hmm. if he has to send her somewhere, I guess giving the dog to a friend. But then, no, I don't think I would give up a dog. I would not give up a dog. I would seriously try to. You know, spend time with the dog, training him, send him to a, a good boot camp, not whatever he took the dog because that yeah. looks horrible. Yeah, lonely you guys, dishes. You guys send us all these articles about how bad that place is, so I really feel bad. But get a decent trainer yeah. and like work with the dog because there is no way to give up. You don't have to give up. The dog is not that aggressive, right? Yeah. yeah. Like he lived with the dog. He's been around the dog. The dog needs training because Justin probably never trained the dog. But you can work with the dog. Don't give it up. I agree. Should I tell the story about the dog encounter I saw two days ago? Yeah, I'm still very confused. I'm still trying. Guys, call in and help us crack this case. So I am driving down the street 
and I see a car pulled over. I'm driving one way. The car is driving in the opposite lane towards me. But it was the car driving and then pulled over no, to the, the side. No, the car was stopped when I saw it. So to, on the side, not in the middle of the not exact right. Pulled off into the shoulder. Okay. And I drive by and I'm like, oh, what's going on? Why is this car pulled over? So I look. It is. And it was weird because you were entering the highway. I was so going onto an on-ramp. Yeah, it wasn't a place to pull over. Right. I was going onto an on-ramp. They had just come off an exit ramp. They're pulled over and I'm looking because you could see that the door is slightly ajar. When I'm driving towards the car, you could see the door is slightly open. So as I get to it, there's no one around me. So I, I slow down to look. And there's this girl in her 30s. We call her Michelle. She is she is leaning out. She's got a foot out of the driver's side door. Her door is slightly ajar. And there's this pit bull. Very, I would say, overly friendly with her. Now, what makes it interesting is she's almost using the door as a shield, right? She's not opening the door fully, but she's not like kicking the dog away. But she's also not petting it. So it seems like there's some sort of conflict mm-hmm. here. So I kind of slow down even more. But again, I'm getting onto a highway, so there's not much I can do. Finally, Michelle closes the door completely with the pit bull on the outside. Okay. But Michelle's window was down. So out of nowhere, the pit bull jumps in one leap, jumps through the window of the driver's side, into the car. It looked like it had gotten to the passenger seat. Michelle gets out of the car, shuts the door. But the window is open. But the window is open. At this point, a car gets behind me to get onto the highway. So I had to go. So I had to leave. So I don't know what happened. I have a lot of theories. I don't think that was Michelle's dog for a couple of reasons. If you saw your dog, say it got loose or it happened to jump out of the car or whatnot, if it got loose, you wouldn't just have the door slightly ajar. You'd open it fully and be yeah, like... Yeah, you would get your dog inside the car. Like, Luna, Luna, like, come on in. So you wouldn't be apprehensive. Second, once it jumped into the window, you'd be like, good, I'm glad you're here. You'd shut the window and drive off. You wouldn't get out. Third, it didn't have a collar. So I'm kind of thinking maybe it's a stray. So did Michelle see this stray, want to help it, stopped and opened the door and was like, hey... And then it got too friendly. Oh. I don't know. I don't have the answers, but I'm very curious. Yeah, that sounds weird. <sighs> Are you sure it was a dog and not a raccoon or something? Oh, it was a dog. Okay. <laughs> a, I don't think Michelle would stop for a raccoon. I mean, raccoons are kind of cute. But I'm just very confused. I don't know how I'm to get I'm very confused. When I you told the story, I'm like, what? I didn't want to call animal control or anything because it could have very well been her dog and now you're sending animal control. It wasn't her dog. Why would you try to kick your dog out of the car and when the dog finally got into the car, you would get out? She didn't kick the dog out of the car. She got out. Once the dog was in, she was like, oh. If it's your dog, you're not going to try to close the door on your dog. Right. That's the, like, if your dog for whatever reason escaped. Unless, sorry to cut you off, but this is another piece that I was wrestling with. She was right off of a highway of an off-ramp, maybe she didn't want to open her door fully because any car might hit the door. If you're on the shoulder of a road, you're not going to open your door into the road. No, that's not what happened because the dog was trying to get in. Right. All we have to do is to open, open the door and seconds. close them. Yes. Yeah. So I think she was trying to be 
a good Samaritan. I was going to say that. And rescue this dog. And it turned bad because it was probably a stray. And, mm-hmm. and pit bulls are great dogs or they're bad dogs, depending on like any dog, how it's raised. Yeah. Any dog can be a bad, I mean, chihuahuas can be very aggressive Ooh, or not. Chihuahua. No, it's da, 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 da. Chihuahua. Chihuahua. <laughs> but so confused. Wish that wish. It was on the news so I could figure out what happened. I, I hope all are okay. I hope yeah. Michelle's okay. I hope the dog's okay. But it was just a wild dog story. That's a right. wild dog story. Yeah. Anyway, where were we? Uh, oh. Alexis is talking to her sister about the dogs and you yes. asked me what I would do. And I said, you know what? I don't think I would give up my dog. I think I would... I would make sure, I would try to train him. I would try to work with him. I would get a trainer. Yes. And then you can bring, eventually you can bring, um, what's Alexis's dog's name? Newton. Newton. You can bring <laughs> Newton into the training yeah. and have them meet with the trainer. Like yes. once Newton heals, once, is it Maya? I think it's Maya, yes. the dog. Maya gets a little more trained. Like giving up the dog is just I, I would not. I would not give up a dog. Yeah, get some professional intervention yeah. there and, and see how it works. If the dog is increasingly aggressive, I'm sorry you have to do something yeah. about it because it's a threat not only to Newton but to other dogs and to people. But let's not jump there yes. immediately. What I would do, and maybe that's what he's thinking of doing, if the dog, while, while the dog was in training because he could not be around Newton, Yeah. If my friend would want to take the dog in for a certain amount of time so the dogs don't live together, yeah. I would do that. Yeah. But that's just temporary while the dog's being in training. Yeah. Okay. So then the conversation turns to the honeymoon. Amber asks about the honeymoon. And Alexis says, Justin told me he loved me. And I wanted to run at first. But then I told him I loved him too. And Amber's like, two weeks? After two, Alexis, no, after two days, Alexis is like, "Well, he's so sweet and lovable." Amber's still not a fan that Alexis would say that. She's like, "Those are big words. Once you say those words, you're vulnerable." Yes, but she said, "I love him." I think love. She loves him as someone who's there for her, who's being nice and all that. But she's not in love with him, and that's bigger. She clarifies that. She tells Amber, yes, I love him, but I have some reservations when it comes to him, so I'm not in love with him. Yes, that's that's <sighs> different. Like, you can love someone. After two weeks? No, we can't. No. Well, this is this is what my problem is. Americans, in general, overuse the word love. Okay. In Czech, I would never say like, oh my gosh, I love this right, ice cream. Right. I would say, oh my gosh, I like this ice cream. <laughs> you literally say love. That's because Czech ice cream is not that great. What are you talking about? I'm Have you kidding. had some? I'm just, uh, I don't think we've ever no. had ice cream in Czech. I did with my dad before he came. All right. I had a I had an ice cream date with my dad. Okay. But um, it was pretty good. But back to the my, date my, or the ice cream. Both. All right. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying is that. You say I love you to someone you love. Like you say to your significant other. You might say to your kids, although not really. That's not, we don't say that. Like yeah. it's such, the word is so powerful that you really have to love something. And if you say like, I love this, you love it. You can say like, oh, I love this band. If you're a big fan of the yeah. band, you love it. But people don't overuse it on daily basis. Like, oh my gosh, I saw this. I saw this movie. I love this. Like. That's, Did a, you? that's a good point. I'm so careful with that word when it comes to people 
but so I throw it around so freely when it's like, I love this restaurant. Oh, yeah. I love this show. And I became very American in this sense because, yes, when it comes to people, I literally only say to you. And, and I, me too. And my parents, of course. I learned to say to your parents because they say to us. And for me, I had to wrap my mind around it a little bit. It's not that I don't love them. I do. It was the fact that I say it out loud. Yeah. Because it's different for me. But yes, I don't say to anyone else because it's just, I, I can't. But it's interesting because we do throw it around freely for bands or restaurants yeah. or TV shows. I'm sure there are some people, maybe Alexis, who can throw it around for people too, right? She can say, I love this TV show and I love Justin. And it's the same. Whereas for me, if I were to say, I love this person, it would not be the same as saying, I love this restaurant. But for other people, maybe they use it interchangeably. Maybe it's the same Absolutely. And that's my, that's my point that people overuse it. And I think the word love yeah. loses its meaning for a lot of people because if I hear it, it's not one person loves everything that I'm like, if you love everything, then you, you love don't nothing. love anything. Yeah. Yeah. And so love should be reserved for the highest appreciation of something. Yes. Yeah. The thing she doesn't appreciate about Justin is he withholds some information like the fact that Maya was in dog fights before. So that's mm -hmm. really what's bothering her. But she wants to try to cut him some slack because while she doesn't love that he's vague and drink every time. She uses the word vague this episode. <laughs> um, while she doesn't love that he's vague, she's realizing that's not, being vague is not lying. Right? Being vague is not untruthful. She's not one of those people that think, oh, lying by omission. Mm -hmm. Some people think that. Alexis is not going to go that far. So new day, more sadness, the dog segment. Yes, because Alexis is doing the self video and they be basically saying that they were arguing and we see the video, the footage from the in-house, from the nest like cameras, the nest camera, right? Yeah. And they're basically arguing because Newton, poor baby Newton, was throwing up blood this morning. And Justin yeah. didn't tell her because he thought he had it under control. So I would be so pissed at him. I had to, to wrestle with this and try to figure out what the argument was about. My understanding is Newton wasn't eating, hadn't been eating in days, but Justin was still giving Newton his medication. Oh. And Alexis was un unaware. And so all the medication on the empty stomach caused him to get sick. And this is what the fight was about. And we see this fight and it was a bad fight. A lot of arguing, a lot of yelling. I am torn because Alexis needs to take some responsibility for her dog. Yeah, but you know, I do blame it on Justin because... She, he's home. She goes to mm. work. And so You're right. even if okay. it's, let's say it's our shared dog, I would still tell you immediately. I would be like, oh my gosh, the dog isn't eating. Like, what should we do? It's not our shared dog. It's her dog though. So that's even more why he should tell yeah. her immediately. Right. But yeah. what I'm saying is like, if it's your shared dog, like you got it together, you take care of the dog together. That's one thing, but you, I would still tell you. So you think it's just an... I'm not saying like, so you think it's Justin's not silly? So you think it was agreed upon that Justin feeds Newton because Alexis is away or whatever. Yeah. And Justin never said to Alexis, hey, Newton's not eating. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's different then. My favorite part of this entire argument, because it's like a five minute nest cam uh -huh. shot we get to watch. <laughs> 
Alexis, or, uh, yeah, Alexis's booty painting is just in the right corner of the screen the entire time. Oh, really? Because it's that locked off Nest Cam <laughs> shot and just that booty painting is sitting right there. I didn't right see there. that. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Justin's being a little dramatic. I mean, I get it. Alexis is upset because it's her dog. Yes. I mean, dogs are babies. Yeah. Not useless, Mitch. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> if, but then if bringing we... joy to the world is useless. Dogs are awesome. Yeah. Uh, so then we see them in a candy store. Someone explain how, how does candy equate a 90s party? Well, I think she was picking up 90s candy, like the ring pops and all that shit. Okay. So anyways, yeah. 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 yeah I mean, I love ring pops. Least favorite party. Yeah, but, it's fine. Doesn't yeah. scream 90s to me. No, Clearly, it doesn't. You're still but selling it at a candy store. But, they're right. prepping for the 90s party and then Justin joins and he... He feels, I feel like he looks and feels hurt. Yeah. But I'm like, why? And then so they sit down and they they start talking. And Alexis seems like the very, very grown up because he's, she's like, so how are you feeling? And Justin is like, well, I'm fine. I'm not mad at you. Right. It's like, wait, what? Right. Like, why, why, yeah. why would you be mad at her? Yeah. Yeah. Alexis's whole thing is, I feel like Justin doesn't hear what I'm saying and how I'm feeling. And she brings up again how Justin's very vague and she thinks it's the lie. His lie is that, oh, I'm going to over communicate. You're going to get so sick of me because I'm going to be communicating so much. But he does quite the opposite. And Justin hears this and goes, all right, if my communication's not good enough, then I'm not going to communicate at all. I'm going to shut down. I won't say anything. And this kind of sets Alexis off, takes her mic off. And they separate. Yes. The drama. But Alexis says she's not going to cancel the 90s party Can't because of this. this. Let's <laughs> let's keep moving forward, which is good. I like that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so they're prepping for the party, but the atmosphere is so awkward. Yeah. But it's, it's going. It's time to party. Yes. I wish... Newton dressed up a little bit more, Newton. I think you could have gotten into a costume. I mean, he he has a cone. Did he still have the cone? I don't know. He Did could he? have decorated the cone. No, I don't think he had the cone anymore. Um, the friends arrive. They weren't dressed up either. That's so true. And even one of the friends is like, I didn't know this was a theme party, actually. I think it was so awkward between Justin and Alexis mm-hmm. that they didn't mention that. They're like, just come over if you can, I guess. Yes. And then Alexis kind of brings it up because she says, I don't want to be fake in front of everyone. Yeah. We had a little argument. And so this is why things might feel awkward. Yeah. She says, we miscommunicate a lot. That's what we're dealing with. I get frustrated because Justin is so vague. Take a shot every time I say vague. (laughs) And to me, that's manipulative. That's lying. And it's happening a lot. It's happening too much. And so the friends are like, you guys got to remember, you're not enemies. Don't think that if you think you guys are enemies, you'll end up on an island by yourself. And Justin does take ownership. Mm-hmm. He says like, yeah, my bad. I know I fucked up. So he takes ownership and then they go their separate ways to have their conversations. Yes, but Justin strikes me as a type of a person who gets upset easily, loses their shit, plays the victim for a little bit. And then it's like, okay, well, uh, I guess I fucked up. Let me apologize. But the next fight is going to be the same. He's yeah. going to lose his shit. He's going to play the victim. And then and that's something that I could not stand. It's interesting because 
He is so emotional. So at first I go. So emotional. At first I go, yes, he's emotional. And so he feels hurt and he's the victim. But he is so empathetic. Remember in Mexico, he was crying for Ben. Yeah. So he's clearly not that empathetic if he can't see Alexis's side. Yeah. So it is interesting because I think you're right. He gets hurt. He plays the victim. Woe is me. And then he comes around and goes, oh, my bad. Mm -hmm. I thought about it, my bad. But if you are so empathetic, you would be seeing Alexis's side and and he's not necessarily seeing it immediately. Mm -hmm. So that's something interesting going on there. But they they separate. Yes. Alexis goes outside with Justin's friends. Yes. And she's telling them about the dogs and how he did not tell her about Maya's aggression, right? Uh, and then the friend is uh, like, the friend is like, oh, let me, let me be bold maybe over here. She's uh, like, do you love him? It's like. Oh, no, no, no. You're, you're skipping. What am I skipping? The Moran. The oh, guy. Justin's I, friend is like, because she was upset that Justin was holding information. And one of the guys was like, oh, well, we don't. As guys, we don't say everything beforehand. We kind of wait until we're in this situation and then we give more information. Well, that's you, you moron. That's you. It's not a man. Don't lump me in with that. That's not a man thing. Some men can communicate and tell people what they need to know before they're in the middle of a shitstorm. What a moron. So that's that's you. Um, But yeah, yeah, then then one of the friends gets bold. Yes, and so she's like, uh... Do you love him? And it's like, that's a bold-ass question to ask someone who just told you that they're not in a good spot. I'm sure the producer prompted it. You think so? Yeah, I think so. Because, yeah, I don't think Justin would be like, hey, can you ask her? Because they said it to each other. Yeah, yeah. So maybe you're right. But Alexis keeps doing this. I do, but I'm not in love with him yet. Which is good because I feel like for some people who say, oh, yeah, I love him. But that's, but that's But that's what they're asking. They're not asking, do you love him like you love your favorite sushi restaurant? Well, well, I do love our favorite sushi restaurant. Uh, well, that's why it's a favorite sushi restaurant. But they're not asking that. They're asking the big L, a, a capital L, not a lowercase L. Well, yes, but I think that's why she's making it clear that she loves him, but she's not in love with but him. But so then don't, then don't say the I love him part. Just be like, I'm not in love with him yet. Right? That's what they're asking. Well, you can, you can clarify that. I think... She loves him as as a person because he's been mm. there for her for okay. a little bit until she fucked up with the dog, right? So I think she loves him as a person, even though too soon. Yeah. But sure, okay, if she's very emotional or she has these strong connections with people, let's say she does love him as a person, as she may love her friends, right? Yeah. But she's not in love with him. And it's good she made a point because if she just says, yeah, I love him, they'll be like, oh my gosh, like this is it. But it might not be it because loving someone is not enough. Okay. You have to, at least I think, I need to be in love with that person. Luckily I am. Yes. You stole my heart. <laughs> so. I'm not giving it back. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. So then inside, Justin's just talking to her friends, wondering how do we deal with this? How do I handle Alexis when she's upset? And they say, communicate. Find out what her needs are. Over communicate. And Justin's like, every argument just makes me more afraid. I want this marriage. I'm not just in this for the eight weeks. And one of Alexis's friends says, just remember why you're in this. I think you're 
who Alexis needs. So the friends are team Justin. Mm-hmm. The friends are there. They support it. They love it. So, all right. That's all good. All is well that ends well. I think it could end well. True. All right. All right. Next, Next. is Morgan and Ben. I'm surprised. I'm surprised Ben pays, pays for a gym membership. I'm pretty sure it's in the apartment complex. No, that looked like a professional gym. Really? Oh, yeah. It had green turf, I think. I mean, gym, you can get a cheap gym membership. You can. It's not Equinox and you pay fucking $300 a month. No, but even Planet Fitness would be too much for this guy when he would say, well, you could just do push-ups at home. You can go running around is free. Well, I think he enjoys himself on things he needs, but then he saves on things he doesn't need. So he doesn't think he needs the AC or to do laundry after 6 p.m., <laughs> but okay. he does want to work out. I, I don't really think that's him. Like he would splurge right. a little on things on he important. wants or needs. Yeah. All right. So he's talking with his with his buddy James and he brings up the nurse issue and how he kind of overreacted and, and that ruined the trust between him mm-hmm. and Morgan. Can I just make a comment that he's ripped? Oh, yeah. He's totally Let's ripped. talk about his body. He's so ripped. How did he do it? That looks like diet to me. Yeah, but like he, I feel like he eats uh, canned fish all the time or canned yeah. stuff. He probably does. It's affordable. Yeah, but like how do you get ripped on canned food or whatever's protein. cheap? Pure protein, no carbs, probably doesn't drink a lot, works out all the time. Damn, I'm like. He doesn't turn the AC on, so he's just sweating. I like it because like he's small. Are you small. calm down over there? Well, I want to get not ripped like that, but I want to get toned like him. Yeah. Not to look like him, but get that. Def- he looks very lean. That's my point. That's like, my I favorite wanna get the physique. Lean, I, l- I want to get the lean muscle. I'm like, how yeah. does he do it? Do we have to stop doing laundry after six <laughs> yeah. and stop using the AC or what? That's my favorite physique. I don't want to be like Patrick. No, I don't day, like that. But no, I would no, like no. to be. He's probably even a little too cut for me. Like where I don't want to look like I spend my entire life at the gym. Also, I want you to be a little soft and be cuddle. Yeah. I don't want to <laughs> look like oh, all that guy does is work out. But if I had to choose a body type, I would like to be lean and like a little cut. Yeah. You know? So Same. that's um, but they're talking about the no trust, but he also feels like eh, maybe it's a little bit of mixed signals because sometimes Morgan's like, why aren't we touching? But sometimes she's like, let's not touch. And it's a little confusing for him. So his friend just says, take, take your time. Truly get to know someone. Let's do that. It takes time. Mm-hmm. So just enjoy the process. Yeah, I'm, I'm still trying to figure them out. Like, are they into each know. other or not? It's the most confusing couple on the show. Mo- because... She's mad at him because of the nurse comment, right? But, like, forget about that. Well, are That's you guys really, okay? Like, do right. you like each other? Do you dislike each other? They never talk about yeah, it. Yeah, Kristen got over the fact that Mitch said she she was atrocious. Yeah. And now they're banging. Morgan can't get over the fact that Ben was like, I don't know if she's really a nurse. I mean, those comments were bad. Like, I, I was mad at Ben for making those, but... They should have hushed it out a long time ago. As they tried, and Morgan needs to freaking move on. Like, come on. This could be one of those classic couples where we're not seeing everything on camera. This could mm. be one of those couples where when the season ends, it comes out on social media. Like, when the cameras were gone, Ben would say this, Ben would say that. Yeah. There might be one of those situations. Well, anyways, we see Morgan talking to her friend a.k.a. chosen brother, Carl. Carl. While he's driving, Carl, pull over. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> if the police is watching this, 
You're getting a ticket, Carl. And if the food police are watching, Morgan, eat that delicious egg sandwich that is just sitting oh, I missed that. perfectly next to your laptop. <laughs> Somebody eat that. Because um, we know Ben's not gonna. He he's cutting. He's in a cutting phase. Right I mean, now. if it's an egg sandwich, that, you need carbs too. I keep telling right. you that. All right. So Morgan's talking, saying all the issues that come up are surface level things. She feels like Ben doesn't see her for the person that she truly is, and she admits she's put this wall up mm-hmm. because there's a lack of trust. But Carl is team Ben. Put that wall down, girl. Yeah, yeah, put it down, like open up, like YOLO. But it's true. You're in this process to try. Like, yes, he's, he's him questioning if you're a nurse or your family relationships. That was a suckish comment. Yeah. He shouldn't have done that. But how many times has he apologized for it? Yeah. Way too many. Because yeah. at some point you got to move on. Walls down, pants down. So come on, Morgan. Like, I get it, but don't, I get the pride, right? You're a proud nurse and you should be like through the pandemic and all that. Absolutely. But again, he apologized. Let's move on and see if you guys can make it work. Show us something. Yeah. Yeah. Tacos and tequila time. Like that. I like it as well. It's, I wouldn't say it's a party. It's more of a weekly activity for us, but <laughs> tacos and tequila time. I would say for us, it's burritos and tequila, but sure. Fair. Ben bought that budget tequila, which is one thing you don't want to skimp on. Ben, that's Hangover he, City right but there. But then he bought the expensive one and Morgan loves it. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Did you see she, what it was? I forgot, but Morgan said, I'm going to open this fancy tequila. Ah. And she loved it, right? So the friends come over. No one's wearing any costumes. Of course. Well, and yeah. Ben is talking about his son, a.k.a. the cat. Oh, yeah. So we see the cat in the background just living his best life. Yes. And they ask about the honeymoon. They ask about Mexico. And Ben's like, well, we're working on some things. And Morgan whispers to her friend, I like how he's not saying it. And I wasn't sure if she was being sarcastic or if she was happy. No, no, no. She was happy. No. She wasn't happy. She was not she happy. happy. And she wanted him to say yes. it. Yes. Which so I'm she like. she does. Yeah. And on one hand, I'm like, I'm sorry. I just had this thought. Yeah. He's trying to play it cool in a way like, you know what, this is something you, me and her need to work on. We don't need to open it up to everyone at this moment. Meanwhile, she wants him to say to everyone, right? And so she goes like, no, 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 you say it. Like you open up and say it. And Ben is like, uh, uh, he just gets this confused face on because he's like, uh, uh, I don't know. And then all of a sudden, like the friends are like, let's just chat. Right. They kind of like stop this from happening. And I get, because what will happen is Ben's going to go out and talk to Morgan's friends. And one of the things that comes up is stop apologizing because stop living in the past Mm -hmm. or you'll continually live there. You can never move on. And that's almost, I feel like what Ben was doing by not bringing it up to the friends when they all got there. Because it's like at some point... We need to move on. Absolutely. I think, yeah, the, the, one, the, per, the one person who lives in the past is Morgan, right? Right. We need, to, we need to put that behind us and start looking towards better days. Mm-hmm. So I get that Morgan wanted to address it so maybe everyone knew what was going on. But he's already apologized. Mm-hmm. Maybe he hasn't apologized while your friends were there, but he's apologized. Mm-hmm. So let's have a good time. Let's move on. Let's yeah. build new memories, happy memories. And I think Morgan's friends like Ben, 
Because she's like, she he's telling them, like, I buy her flowers <laughs> and her favorite chicken, chicken sausage. sausage. Damn, you should have me married up. him. That I mean, she him. did. She did. Don't ruin it. Yeah. Um, but then he tries to make his basketball analogy. It's like, read the room, Ben. He's like, you know, and you're like on defense and you're making a, a break for it. And, and Morgan's friend's just like, you mean just moving on? Like, <laughs> read the room, Ben. Yeah. But Morgan gets like so into it. He's just telling his friends all about that argument. Uh-huh. And they were like, you got to just forgive and forget. Yeah. Like move, literally move on. Everyone's telling you to move on. Move Ben's on. telling you to move, move on. Move forward, move just on. Just move freaking on. Yeah, I agree. Oh, absolutely. And I almost feel like Morgan first striked me as someone who's like cool, cool enough to be like, you know what? You fucked up. I'll call you out on that. I didn't like it. Yeah. Let's talk about it. It better not happen again. You better not question me and my intentions and my life again. Right. But let's move on. Yeah. And the fact that she's like holding this grudge, it's kind of like, oh, really? You're like killing the experience. That's where I go question this couple because at first it seemed to me like self-sabotage on Ben's part of all right I'm gonna say these things I'm gonna I'm gonna blow it up because I'm not feeling it and now Morgan to me seems like maybe she's just not that into it because she's doing these things she's putting these walls up that don't need to be up he's apologized if he didn't apologize I would get it keep keep at it until you get that apology because you deserve it but you got it, so now I wonder maybe she's just not into him. And maybe she's using this as a wedge to keep them from getting closer. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. All right. One more couple before we're going to hang out with the groups. Okay. So let's talk about Stasha and Nate. First, Nate is with his friend Derek. And it's just saying I was super happy the minute I saw her. And the more I get to know her, the better it gets. And Derek's like, okay, well, are you opening up? Because I know sometimes it's hard for you to do. And Nate goes, Stasha goes to therapy. She's very comfortable processing her feelings. I feel like I'm processing my feelings well too. But she doesn't agree with that. She wants me to go deeper. But I don't know how. So I'm actually I'm actually going to go sign up for therapy. <laughs> I was honestly waiting no joke. We've had the James Allen sponsor. We've had the Sensodyne <laughs> sponsor. I was waiting for... I'm going to sign up for BetterHelp. <laughs> I really thought the amount of times they talked about therapy That's this true. episode, I was like, this is BetterHelp, right? I mean, the Yolo, you do you. If you if you like going to therapy and it's helping you, no, I'm, not I'm even all like. for Some it. Some people need it whether they like it or don't like it. But, well, it's true, but I yeah. feel like Stasha feels like it's helping her and I'm sure it is. So she enjoys it. And the fact that he wants to go to help him open up, I like it. Nate doesn't love it, though. Nate says happy or no, Nate says happy wife, happy life. Derek doesn't love that because Derek goes, No, don't just be a yes man. Don't just do what Stasha wants you but to first do. First he was like, Yay for therapy. So yeah, pick I your know. bottle, I know. Derek. But but go go to therapy or do what you want to do for the right reasons. Don't do it because someone else is telling you to do it. Mm-hmm. I think that's where Derek Yeah, Derek is like all over the place because then He's they like, is this not sponsored of- by BetterHelp? Or like, should I, what am I saying here? Am I getting paid? Am I getting a cut of the, he the ad went revenue? From like, yay, Stasha. Oh, don't lose I yourself know. to Nate talking about how he's afraid to be fuck, vul- <laughs> vulnerable. <laughs> vulnerable. Vulnerable. 
Yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's because he's afraid that Stasha might say no on decision day, which is also silly. This is the time you have to be all in. And, and that's what Derek says. He's like, you have yeah. to be all in. So it's like, okay, Derek, like pick. What is it? What is it? Yep. What are you rooting for? Yep. Okay. Retro party. The 70s party. The friends, of course, they're not dressed either because nobody dressed up except for the... Host? The grape. Oh, the grape. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, One friend walked in. No one was dressed up. One friend walked in. He had his collar popped. And I was like, I guarantee you he forgot to get dressed and walked in. I was like, oh, shit. Uh, People in the 70s popped their collars, right? And he was like, I'm dressed. I'm going to get some. I'm dressed. No one else dressed. So then Nate goes to talk to Stasha's sisters outside. He says things are great. Although we're having the tough conversations about kids and our future. Nate is concerned because Stasha wants kids soon. Nate not not prepared to have kids as soon. And he's nervous because Stasha's a workaholic. Mm-hmm. So how how is she going to be able to balance her workaholism with the kids? It's concerning to him. Yes, but I feel like, and it comes for everyone, and I think... The reason why I'm saying this is not because I'm a kid expert. We don't have any, but this is what people tell us. People say, you guys just have kids and you're all with it. Of course. Like you, you know, if you're at the point of your life that you're ready. If you're a good parent, some parents would have kids and then neglect them. No, 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 absolutely. But I'm saying, I don't think anyone is ever ready. And there are people who say, yes, we are so ready to have kids. I want to have kids. I'm so ready. Yes, but at the same time, if it's your first kid, you don't know what's going to come, right? Yeah. So and that's what everyone tells us. And when we talk about kids with our friends who do have kids, they say, you just do it and yep. then you just figure shit out as you go. Yep. And so then Nate brings up therapy once again. This episode brought to you by Stockspace or BetterHelp <laughs> or whoever it was sponsored by. Uh, and then inside, Stasha's talking to Nate's friends. They're also having the kids conversation. Stasha's saying, I want kids sooner than Nate does. And Nate's friend makes an interesting point. Remember when Nate was saying, I want to make 250 before I Mm -hmm. have kids. I don't know if Nate's friend knows that, but Nate's friend makes an interesting point going, I wonder, Stasha, if Nate wants to get to a place where he could raise a kid without your income. And I go, huh, that's interesting. Now, of course, you can raise a kid not making two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Not he makes if he makes one fifty, you can he raise, can raise a, kid. a few kids. He can raise a few kids, but to me, that's interesting because we were going. Why? Why does he want to get to this certain number? Your powers combined, you make way more than enough. Mm-hmm. But that's interesting. Sure, because he grew up in a single family mm-hmm. home or a, a single parent home, I should say, and so maybe he's thinking, yeah, if she ever splits. I want to be comfortable enough to raise this family mm-hmm. on my own. And also they're telling her about his abandonment complex yeah. where he have a f- fear of her leaving him because the mother left him. And exactly. so exactly. That, that he probably does need a therapy just to talk about all these issues because he does have some yeah. past issues from his past that are still there. And he probably never talked to a professional about it. And I think if these are things so deep, like your mom leaving you, not wanting to be there for you or anything, that's deep. I feel like that you should talk talk to someone. I think it's great. I think he probably could benefit from seeing a therapist. I was a little 
shocked when on the honeymoon, three days in, Stasha's like, we should go to couples therapy. Yeah. That's what I was like. What do you yeah. wait till you have something to talk about mm-hmm. or else you're going to waste everyone's time. But yeah, Nate, I'm sure could benefit from talking yes. to someone. All, All right. right. You ready for the group hang? Yeah, let's do this. Okay. Group hang. Let's start with the girls, right? All right. A little wine, a little sipping wine and spilling tea over here. So they're still within the apartment complex, by yeah, the way. Of course. Great On comp- e- each great side. Complex. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Alexis goes first and, and says. Ew. Justin likes to kiss me while I am relieving myself. Doing number two. That's just nasty. Yeah. Yeah, the girls agree. It's like, ew. It gets better, though. Uh, Kristen shares that her marriage is amazing because Mitch, hello. All right. He's maybe going to come back a little bit. 180. Might do a 180 because he watches reality TV with her. Shout out to your boy. Yeah, yeah, um, and they bang. They're happy. Stasha's super happy. I think she likes Kristen a lot because she said she's my girl, and I hated Mitch before. Yeah, but I'm happy she's happy, right? And then Alex is talking about the dogs. <sighs> it's an ongoing issue. The dogs. Justin doesn't share information. Hashtag vague. But Stasha is sticking Justin's side. Yeah, because she's like, well, sometimes I don't always tell the whole story all the time, and. I don't think about the whole picture every time. And I go, sure, that's natural. You don't always think or think to share every single detail. But the fact that, oh, I'm introducing my dog to a new dog and we're going to live together in a small apartment. Maybe you want to share that the dog's been aggressive a couple of times before. That's a big detail. It is. To share. And yes, like I feel like sometimes you forget to share things with me like. Oh, boy. All kinds of things like <laughs> your dad's inventions and all kinds of fun stuff. But yes. then Lindy is telling the girls about the insurance last name fight, right? Oh, yeah. And then Kristen is team Miguel. It's funny how some of these ladies yeah. are taking the husband's size, which, I mean, I'm also team Miguel, I guess, because I think Lindy is just being a baby about I'm, this. I'm team too soon for both of these well, things. Well, true, true. Yeah, Kristen was like, oh, I appreciate Miguel saying if you want the insurance, the name comes with it. I don't like the tit for tat. Don't don't punish me or reward me for doing what you want or what I want. Like, ah, just wait, please. Let's, yeah. let's see how Valerie and New Old Day goes and then we can make the decisions. Agreed. Yeah. And then Morgan's like, no intimacy yet. I'm still getting over the fact that he didn't believe me that I'm a nurse. Yeah, my walls are up. My wall, Dang. my walls are he made a big mistake. My walls are up, but I don't know how to bring the walls down. Bring them down. It's up to you at this point. She's actively mm-hmm. choosing to keep the walls yes. up. So br- if you want them down, you literally have to bring them down. And Kristen makes a good suggestion. Just say, just start over and go on a date. Just get to know each other. Because then forget about this whole thing. Because they do need to move on. I like how she was like, even if it's like a taco from a taco truck. Like, I mean, those are the best. Yeah, but you, they just had a tequila and taco party. What are you saying? They don't, that's all they do? <laughs> don't just reheat the tacos from the taco party. Like go to a taco truck. Yes, very true. All right, you ready for the guy? Guys hanging out? Never been more ready. All right, guys hanging out, and Mitch is kind of joking that um, he feels like they've been married for years, which also shows the 180 from the last time he was telling the guys about Kristen. And he also calls her Chris. Yeah. So that says something. Yeah. <laughs> they, um, they, like, they literally went 180. Because she's not a 10. What do you mean? Just kidding. Oh. Chris, 10. He drops yeah. the 10. He probably thinks she's like an eight. <laughs> Chris, eight. 
Me and Chris ate. We're uh, yeah. And then Mitch is standing there about Luna snoring. Poor baby Luna. <sighs> yeah. Um. And then Ben's like, I can relate to you, Mitchell. <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> no, you can admit I, I gave Mitch shit for calling her Chris, but please call him Mitch. <laughs> I can relate to you, Mitchell, because I'm allergic to cats. Every time I come home, I cough. <laughs> Miguel's like, I think he's allergic to Morgan. Miguel's like, Lindy has a cat. I tried to pet her. It didn't work. And Ben's like, Yeah, that hissing, man. That hissing. <laughs> What a ridiculous conversation. (laughs) (laughs) So then Miguel just starts talking about him and Lindy's communication styles. And Miguel's like, I need to look out for myself. Classic. And then Miguel's like, all right, let's let's get that brass tax here. Who who's fucking? Is anyone is anyone here fucking? And Justin says fucking? No, he said who's consummating. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Who's banging? Fucking is so aggressive. Who's banging? And Justin's like, I've tried. I've tried, but I haven't been lucky at all. What? This guy was the celibate one. So now he's the one who's trying to push it on Alexis? I think, yeah, his celibacy probably was like, ugh, well, needs uh, to end. Yeah, because apparently he's having wet dreams. Ew. I don't ill it. It's a, it's a natural thing. Yeah, it's just, I have this aversion towards Justin. I don't know I why. Because he's he, too much. He, exactly. And that's he's, why, the, he's, the, he's the, oh, you're my tall glass of water that, in, a, in a desert. And that's why it bothers me. Even him having wet it's dreams. It's not natural. It's like, he, exactly. He probably right. peed himself. And, and it's he's like, like, oh, this is He's how, blaming it on something else. It's like, yeah. and it's also like how he portrayed himself at the beginning that he's like, yeah, I just, girls just want me for my body. It's like, really? That's <sighs> how you. Like, he went from trying to be a bad boy to this emotional... Wet dream having tree. (laughs) Exactly, so... But then Nate's like, yeah, we we haven't consummated the marriage yet, but uh, I do have dessert after dinner. I'm a giver. Five minutes, fireworks. Okay, Nate. I think I know what that means. Um, <laughs> he might have a hairball in his throat. Ew. All right, here we go. We're going to close it out with a little Lindy and Miguel at the apartment, hanging out after the alone time. And they bring up the last name discussion, how they argued about it. But they agree. We need, we needed that moment. We needed to have a tough conversation to fully understand each other. And she apologized, which I appreciated. She apologized for how she said things, but said, it's good that we see ourselves in these moments because there are going to be moments like this. Yes. But I feel like sometimes she needs to learn how to address things. And she's, as we say always, she's a good communicator, right? But what's your tone sometimes? Yes. So she apologizes for actions, as you said, but thinks the conflict made us stronger. Miguel agrees and says, if you want to be on my insurance... I'll put you on my insurance. It's a big step. So romantic. Ooh. Woo. It's better the, than the day, the vow renewal day. That's right. So romantic. All right. What an episode. What an app. I, I have to app? honestly, yeah, see, I like it way around. more. I, I love talking about this one, so I'll take it around. back. It was great. All right. <laughs> Still disagree with your favorite theme party, but you're allowed to have your own opinions sometimes. Oh, thank you. Yeah. All right. That is it. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode. You know we did. 
Follow us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. Good things happening over there. Reels, memes, breaking news. We're chatting with you. So at Married to Reality Pod on Instagram. Again, check out that Patreon. It's a very exciting time because we are going to vote on what show to cover after Seeking Sister Wife. Patreon.com slash Married to Reality. Get on there. We want to hear what you have to say. Thank you again for the reviews. If you haven't left one, please do. We love the love. We love the love. And last but not least, if you're not following the podcast, make sure you're doing that. It's so easy to do. You look down, you smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hard as the grape costume. (laughs) Smash grapes, make wine. That's very true. That is it. I have said it all. Have you said it all? I've said it all. All right. That means we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.